Alright, yo, 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 what is going on, everybody that's listening? Um, I am here in New York at e-convention um, with the man, the myth, the legend, Jason Capital. I actually just met him today, uh, so this podcast is going to be really raw, authentic, um, really just us kind of getting to know each other, um, figuring out, you know, his deal. Um, if you're watching the video version, you see him, you know, just dripping with this crazy gold, you know, hoodie, Gucci, <laughs> spelled wrong, it got a little typo on it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're going we're gonna to get this thing rolling, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm fired up. Dude, I'm excited for this too, man. This is going to be fun. I feel like, do I have to talk this close? Am I good here? Yeah, good. I'll be good yeah. right here. All right, cool. cool. So, obviously, I'm just as much learning uh, about you as some of the people on here might. You know, some of the people might know you, might follow you. I know a lot of people follow you know, us because we're in kind of the same space. Mm. Um, but, you know, for people who don't know Jason Capital, um, who's Jason Capital? You know, what's your spill? Totally. So, uh, for those that don't know me, I got my start uh, online when I was 20 years old. So, like a lot of people who probably follow you, I was like, F college. Can I swear on here? Uh, yeah, you're good, bro. I always good. swear. So, fuck, <laughs> fuck college was like my mantra for a long yeah, time, right? right? And uh, so, I went to four schools in four years, dropped out of each one. And eventually, at the fourth one, I found this thing called online business. Now, this was, right. this, I'm 30 now. So, Wait, so, why did you keep dropping out, first of all? Why you so, all these schools? Dropout's the wrong word. I kept transferring, trying to okay, find So, okay. I played basketball, actually. I played basketball right. in college. And uh, so I went to the first school. I didn't like the team. Went to another school. Uh, didn't work out. Like, I just kept jumping around, right. skipping every class I went to, just playing basketball. <laughs> and uh, I knew I wasn't going to have a normal life. I didn't want the life my parents had. I love them, respect them. Right. Just, I don't want that. Nine and to what, five what do they do? Uh, so my dad, uh, he is an attorney. Okay. And my mom doesn't really work. Okay. Uh, but I dropped out of college. Uh, so I keep going around college. And then I'm 20, and I find... Uh, this online marketing world, right. right? Which was literally this is 2009, right? Oh, so it was a, this was before like Twitter just came out. Wow! Everyone, every, like I went to a, an event. Everyone's like talking about tweeting. I'm like, what the right. fuck I is tweeting? I think I was like 11 back then. Yeah, you were literally you were like sixth grade back <laughs> That's then. That's crazy. Which is fucking crazy. Uh, so I started to learn, and back then all we sold were like little eBooks. There wasn't right. video like video on your phone. We didn't even have that. Yeah, we had flip of. phones, right? <laughs> you send someone a, an uh, picture on your phone back then. It took like three minutes to get the picture and it was all pixelated and shit. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's downloading now, check back in four hours, right? <laughs> uh, but I launched a little ebook on basketball training okay. and, and it ended up selling real. I started making 20 grand a month immediately from my, my oh, college shit. apartment. Uh, and I dropped out of school officially. Right. Um, and I took that first 20 grand immediately. I went on Craigslist. I looked at used cars. I wanted a convertible. <laughs> I bought an 80, uh, Audi A4 Cabrioli, beige interior, beige exterior, drop top. <laughs> uh, and I went to the lot. And like a Paul Wall song, I, I literally wrote a check for all the money my ebook just made. Right. And I bought the car. Right. So I had no money, but I did have a car now. And uh, I had a business that was starting to make money right. for me. So how were you, real quick, how were you like marketing it back then? Like where right. were you selling? Who were your customers? So I originally wrote like the copy for this book and I put it on PayPal. That's how I was trying to sell it at first. Okay. No one was buying it at all. And then I got a scholarship to this little online marketing event called the Underground Online Seminar by a guy named Yannick Silver. You know Yannick Silver? He- heard of, heard of him, yeah. He's one of the OGs of like internet marketing, right? right? So I go to this event and uh, I met a dude named Craig Ballantyne. Okay. And Craig was my first mentor. And Craig pulled me aside. He saw the slide I was trying to sell my thing. And he was like, dude, this is terrible. This sucks. Dude. Uh, yeah, he goes, this is trash, right? Yeah. But he just pulls out a napkin and he writes some little shit on it. He's like, do this, do this, do this, and I guarantee you it'll work. And what he wrote on that napkin was literally get affiliates and then here's how to get affiliates for your product. Oh, okay. So I did what he said. I found one affiliate. Just so I happened to be the biggest affiliate like in that little tiny niche. It was a company called Jump USA. I don't know if you've ever played yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah. They used to sell. Hooper, bro. Okay. Hanging out, you remember, you remember the shoes, like jump shoes people wear where it's like a platform in the front. So you're walking on your toes all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Billy Krabs. So yes. Jump higher. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that Jump USA, they manufacture those. I think I actually bought them. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I bought a few basketball trainings online for sure too. I tried, yeah, I tried a ton. So 
uh, they were my affiliate. It was just a good match. I got a basketball product. They got basketball people, and right. they promoted. And uh, that's where the whole business literally came from. Them being so an affiliate, hands off for you. In much. terms of what? In terms of like actually excelling. The product, like yeah, yeah. Like I mean, they sold it. You just create the product. So I'll, no, I created the product. I created the copy, the upsells, all that stuff, and I wrote the emails for them, and they just blasted out to their list a bunch okay. of times and drove traffic and. Our stuff converted decently because right. there wasn't much competition. Like right. my copy was terrible back then. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Comp- when there's no competition, you can get away with shitty marketing. And you're probably like, "Yo, this is easy. This is twenty grand I ever made, huh?" Easy, and it was recurring because <laughs> the front end offer was a recurring offer. Okay. So I was like, "This is great, right?" right. So I drop out of school, uh, and within a little bit of time, I moved to San Diego. It's like, you know, you make money, you got to yeah, move to the beach, move, right? Move Cali, yeah. yeah, totally. So I got a little penthouse in, in Gaslamp District, uh, and I got a legal marijuana card. <laughs> and uh, so I got this little business that makes me 20 grand a month. I barely work. So I'm just literally just hanging out with my buddy, smoking weed all day, <laughs> meeting girls, like having fun. Yeah. yeah. And uh, within a year or so, business falling apart, uh, all, I, all I have left is like a roach. Like that's all I'm down oh, to, shit. right? And uh, I couldn't afford to, it's either I could pay my taxes that year or I could pay my rent. And I don't want to fuck with the government. I'm not sure about yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. I, I can take on a lot of people. I don't know about them. <laughs> so I paid Uncle Sam, had to move out. They kicked me out of the apartment, and I moved back home to Michigan. Okay. Uh, and I lived in my mom's basement for a while, oh, shit. Um, which was super, like, embarrassing for me, right? Yeah, all man. my all my boys back then, like, when I left Michigan, I'm making money. I was like, fuck you guys. I don't yeah. need you anymore. Yeah, now I come home with my head. Burn, to burn all bridges. Burn yeah, all bridges. I'm, I'm, I was a bridge burner back then, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so I was, like, all alone down there. And I had to figure out, like, what did I do wrong? Because a lot of people, right. maybe even listening, they make money online at first, but you have a good month and a bad month and a good yep. month and a bad month and you can't find consistency and you don't know why. And the problem is I had built a hustle. I didn't build a business. Right. And there's a big fucking difference between the two. So that was, like, the lesson I took from it. And uh, at that point, um, I didn't want to do basketball anymore because that shit failed. And I was like, what am I good at? And what I'd gotten really good at in the last few years, and I'd done it on the side, right. was teaching dudes how to meet women. Right. This was something I got really, really good at. So did you get good at that while you're just smoking and getting high? Or yeah. like, when, when yeah. did that go down? Yeah, well, it was like literally right around the same time I started learning internet marketing, I launched that basketball thing. Right. I was like studying the pickup artist world because okay. copy and persuasion and what pickup artists do to attract women very, very similar. Oh, no doubt. In fact, like I recommend everyone who's in marketing should read the book called The Game by Neil Strauss. Right. Uh, it's a really interesting read, but you'll learn a lot about marketing and building an audience and a tribe from what he talks about right. in the book. So I, I gotten really good. I gotten so good, in fact, that when I was still hanging out, like, so when I started making money on campus, I dropped out, but I stayed in school for, I stayed on campus for a year. That's what I did too. That's what you did. Yeah. Just to party, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's yeah, fun. Yeah. So sure. I did the same thing. Yeah. And uh, I got re- going out seven days a week. Tw- like I would, so here was my schedule at that point. All right. Wake up like 10 a.m. I work for like an hour on my business. That's all I need to do. Right. 11 a.m. I call up my one friend who doesn't have class and we go to the bar, start drinking vodka rebels <laughs> and we just drank all day. And by three or four, I'd usually like try and find a girl or something <laughs> and then we go back and kick it yeah. and then i'd go to take a nap at like 7 p.m wake up at 9 uh hung over go eat chipotle get a burrito and yeah. then do it all over again until 2 a.m and then go to sleep late and i did this seven days a week for over Fuck. a year so i destroyed my liver <laughs> no but i also got really really good at, at meeting women thing right right and frats on campus started paying me to teach them before wow. their frat parties uh, so, and then, you know, they started telling the brothers and their dads who were divorced and I started helping everyone. <laughs> I started getting paid for this. So I was yeah. like always a little side hustle thing right. I had. So when the basketball, that's probably thing, fun for you too. 
It was so much more and, fun. And, and, yeah. the, and the status that people were giving you, you probably felt like a you know, yeah. G walking in. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm the man. <laughs> of course, man. And that's you know, cool. like every guy, that's like the number one thing. Every guy wants to be validated as an attractive man. He yeah. wants to know he's desired by women. And, and that confidence carries over into other aspects too. Totally. Completely. Yeah, yeah it carries over everywhere, right? So uh, in my mom's basement, I'm like, what am I going to do? I start building this dating business. Right. right? So I, I scrounge up enough money. Um, and I moved back to California and I tiny ass apartments, all I could afford. But I started coaching guys in person, taking them on Santa Monica promenade down there. Right. Like day gaming is what they call it, where you just take, oh, take guys in the street and you go cold approach women and do all that stuff. Right, right. And I, I liked it for a while, but I just, me personally, and it's not for everyone, I, I like working with people that I like working with. Like, right. I don't like having clients that I don't necessarily want to be around. And some yeah. of the dudes I was taking out, I'm like... It's our relationships and stuff like that. It's you know? like, well, imagine a dude who can barely get a word out. Mm. And he's so nervous and afraid of, like, the world. He's afraid of fucking life. Right. And, I, you know, if you're, the, if you're the some of the five people you hang around and these are the people you're hanging around all the time, who are you becoming? Right. Right. That makes sense. So I was like, I want to take this online so I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. So I launched my, my dating thing um, and... Basically, from the time I was in my mom's basement, so that to nine months later, uh, I was a millionaire, right? Oh, All the dating stuff. Right. And I just released different courses and books and products that were bestsellers there. And that, that dating business really grew up. It, it grew from like a tiny little coaching company into the, like the, recognizes the biggest company in that industry for a few years. Right, right. And then, uh, so, so just to fast forward everyone to where I'm at now, about three years ago, uh, you know, I've had a girlfriend for five years. We live together. We have two dogs together, which we call our children. <laughs> like, I don't do that life anymore. Right. So there was an incongruency if I'm teaching guys how to meet women and be single, if that's not my life anymore. It right. felt dissonant. I didn't like yeah. how I felt inside. And it's not what I'm passionate about anymore. What I'm passionate about is copy and marketing. Those are my two favorite things in the okay. fucking world. So I was like, I want to build a business around this. So I wrote a book, which became a bestseller. Um, and I started basically left the dating company. I, I turned that off. And the last three years, I've been helping people worldwide replace rat race income with laptop income using right. copywriting. Right. So for a certain amount of time in your life, it sounds like you're living like every kid's from, you know, fucking 14 to like 22 is like ideal lifestyle. Yeah. Like making money, pulling girls. Yeah. Like, you know, every, every little <laughs> kid, you know, follows Amber's in the land, wants to be like that. You know, you literally like live that life for a while. I would say probably 0.1% of people ever get to do anything even close to that. Yeah. Matter of fact, ever have yeah. the confidence or the skills enough to even talk to girls in the first place. Completely. You know? So that, that's fucking insane. Completely. And, and you know what's funny is uh, during that time, I actually, like this was 2014 or 2015, uh, Dan actually called me. And Dan he, Brazilian? Yeah, and he hit okay. me up. And he was like thinking about releasing a dating course. Right. So I have a mutual friend with him, uh, my buddy Lynn, and Lynn connected us. And I was at Dan's house. And I, I went there a bunch of times because I used to live in the Hollywood Hills near him. And right. we would talk a lot about dating courses. And right, we had right. ideas for him about what he could do. Because obviously that dude's got game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just never transpired. But we've gone back and forth a bunch of times about doing something with yeah. him. Back then, I, I wouldn't do it anymore because I'm not in the industry. <laughs> but yeah. it was, you know what was interesting for me is even... Like going to Dan's house and hanging out with him, whether it's at his parties or just like shooting the shit with him and seeing right. that lifestyle. It looks cool on Instagram, man. But yeah. in real life, like it's not like it's making him super happy. The, yeah, dude, yeah. the dude, like I'll, I'll tell you a story. I don't even know if I should be saying this, but fuck it. Uh, <laughs> so I, I was in Vegas once and I was hanging out. My buddy's a promoter there. And this promoter is really, really good friends with Dan. They right. like go back like 15 years. And he shows me a text that Dan had just sent him. And it literally <clears> said, <throat> I'm on a private jet from L.A. to Miami right now. I have two girls. Both of them are, <laughs> are whatever, right, on me right now. And yeah. I have a, a, like a pound of weed over here. And I got four more girls waiting for me at my penthouse in Miami. Yeah. If this won't make me happy, nothing will, is what it said. <laughs> but 
like that oh sounds God. cool, right? That sounds like Vinny Chase entourage people, right? Right, like, right. Fuck yeah, I want that. But at the end of the day, he's still like, if this won't make me happy, nothing. Right. He's still not happy with that. Yeah. Right. And I think like, and for me, part of my journey, like with all the girls and stuff, was like trying to find happiness through yeah, that. Yeah, like, trying there's, to find your fulfillment. There's, there's no salvation in sleeping around. That, that's what yeah. I discovered in my, right. my own You know, the there. funny thing, though, is like everything, I feel like everything makes people happy for a little bit, but there's only so much of one thing that you can have before you realize like it's not what I really expected it to be. Exactly. You know, it's like the law of diminishing returns. The more you get of something, the less you want of it. Exactly. So like for me, I, kind of the same thing with like, you know, I, I want this next car, you know, I want this next penthouse, you know, I want to go here, I want to do this, I want to hang out here, I want to go to this party, and it's like, for a while, and it's like, you're so fun, you're caught up in the moment, you're making money, confidence is fucking through the roof, ego's through the roof, and then all of a sudden, you get to a point where it's like, like, burnout, you're like, fuck, dude, like, I don't, what's next, you Exactly, know? right, and, and, and you're, what it is, is like, you, it's, you're still in the rat race, it's right. just a much nicer rat race, yeah, because you're still just looking for your next piece of cheese that you think's gonna make you happy, right, and I feel and like, doesn't. I feel like it's like, you know, once you see success in business, and, and, that, and that carries over, and then, you know, that carries over into, you know, networking, relationships, you know, you know, you know game, right, and then all that, all those stuff keep carrying over, keep carrying over, and you're, you're building these skills, but you're still just trying to figure out, you know, what exactly is it that I'm looking for, what exactly, you know, do I want, you know, for me, I kind of found out it was kind of like growth, you know, like development, you know, experience, fulfillment, like, that's where I kind of found it, you know, yeah. that's where I kind of found happiness uh, but I think you know it's, it's really crazy because a lot of you know people who are not making money not traveling they don't have massive game they don't have you know crazy good looks where they can pull any girl they want they you know they're like yo like I want the girls I want the money I want to do this and you know obviously when you make money you know that definitely gets way easier but I don't even really think it gets easier because you know you're making money obviously there's some gold diggers but I think it really gets easier because of that new self you know uh, you know, confidence and, you know, that how you actually feel about yourself. You just like, you know, your conviction, mm-hmm. your execution, you know, how slick you are, you know, all that type of stuff plays into who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like what carries over and, like, you know, builds those skills. Totally. And, and really everything you just named, you're exactly right. Right. You don't need money for any of those things. You yeah. could be more confident right now. You could be more certain right now. You could have more conviction right now. You could, you know, be, have a greater purpose right now. Like, these are all the things I taught guys. It was like, you don't right. need money for those things. The only thing money gets guys when it comes to women is access. Right. You just have access. Because even if you go to a nightclub, for example, mm-hmm. all the beautiful women, where are they? Tables. They're at the tables behind the velvet rope, right? And right. how do you get behind there? You have money or you know the guy who has money. Right. That's the only way you're getting in there. Right. So... It's just access, right? So if you believe, I, if, if I have money, I'm attractive. If I don't have money, I'm not attractive. Then yes, of course, getting money is going to make you feel more attractive. Right. But you could just feel more attractive right now. Right. And I think that goes into, too, I think we were talking about it a little bit earlier, like, like you know, social hacking, you know, getting into those circles mm-hmm. where you don't, like you said, you don't even have to have money. But if you know the guy who has money, and you bet, like, it's also like law of association. Like you said, you know, you're the sum of the t- uh, five people you hang out with the most. If you're hanging around people that have money, if you're hanging around people who have confidence, if you're hanging around people who feel good about themselves, good energy, and you get around those people, then by default, eventually you're going to get to that level. Because, you know, I was like, I was always like a, like a shy kid, mm. you know. I like girls try to talk to me, I nervous, you know, yeah. shaking, <laughs> and, and it's kind of it's kind of crazy when I think about it. But like for me, it was just because I was I was always hustling since I was young, so I was always focused on you know getting that next business, start you know making that next sale, making money, you know all these different like side hustles. And then it was like, but I didn't know how to you know transfer those skills because 
it was always about like me doing business, but it was never about me building relationships at that time and you know building uh, networking skills, building communication skills. Right. And now you know getting in the online world and going to networking events, doing things like this, I noticed that like yo like the communications and the relationships parts that's the most important part. You know business is not business, you know business is relationships. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of crazy that especially you having that you know background uh, of what you did now seeing that here is like it's fucking insane. Yeah, and it. And that's the thing, like the, the skills I developed during that time that helped me so much with my copy when I'm selling, whether it's, you know, on a webinar or one to many on stage or anything like that, like right. it, it carries everywhere and then it carries in real life. Right. Like there's certain things I know how to, like I, I know how to approach someone I don't know and build a connection with them in 60 seconds. Like, right, right. I know how to do those things because of what happened, you know, in the dating world. And just like yeah. one, one example I can give you is like a lot of, if you're just trying to, to connect with someone you don't know or meet them in mm-hmm. person, it's much better to go up to them and just ask them to do you a favor than try and be all nice and friendly to them. Right, right? okay. That's, that's the old Ben Franklin trick. So give, give me an example. So let's say a guy's at a bar and he wants to talk to a girl. Instead of right. saying, hey, what's up, girl? Right, like instead of coming that way, come yeah. in and say, hey, can you hand me that napkin real quick? Mm, and makes a lot of sense. It makes it completely different, opens it up. And even if she gives you the napkin and you say thanks, you can just walk away. Right. But now what happens if you come back five minutes later and try to talk to her? How right. much more receptive is she going to be? Yeah, the, the, the barrier and that you know, wall is definitely... It's completely down yeah. because she did you a favor. And the way our subconscious rationalizes it, right. I wouldn't do someone a favor unless I prefer them or I like them. Right. And if she did you a favor, she can't, she can't not rationalize it that way. Right, right. right. It, makes, it makes logical sense inside the head. Yes. So her, wow. her likability towards you actually increases. And this is one of a lot of ways. But right. That goes into too, you know, the cognitive biases and psychology. Because I'm yeah. super big into that too. Okay. So I, I like how, like, I see how you transfer those skills. And I'm like, I use that too. I like that. I like yeah. that. So, so what are you doing like now? I know like your office is like 10 minutes from my house. It's like super, super close. So I'm yeah. surprised it's the first time we're connecting. I know Tiffany, you know, your assistant for a while as well. I'm glad Shout we get to connect. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we get to connect. Maybe we'll link up in the OC or something like that. Totally but uh, yes. yeah. So like, what are you like? What are you doing now? Um, your main gig. I know you do like, you know, I actually get a lot of DMs like literally all the time. Hey man, I've been trained, I've been coached by Jason Capital, email marketing. <laughs> Let me do your emails. Let me help you with your sales. I yeah, get it yeah. all the time. That's awesome. So I'm like, that's what I kind of was. I was like, I know he does something with email marketing. And email marketing is huge. Mm. You know, uh, I just did a workshop about like e commerce and stuff like that. And, and I had a bunch of different you know, people come on uh, speaking, like, people who are making millions with Shopify and e commerce. And they were all saying, since they added email marketing to their business, their sales increased by at least 20%. Mm-hmm. You know, so I know it's huge. It's so, humongous, yeah. And especially considering all these people, and I know your coaching program must be doing well, considering I have all these people in my DMs every single week. I'm always like, did this guy hit me up before? And I'm like, oh, no, it's just a different guy. It's, it's a just, different you know, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. More and more coming through, yeah. So what I'm doing right now is I'm... I'm like my mission right now is and this is like I love the Avengers. Do you like the Avengers? Yeah, I do. Okay, like I, I have an obsession. Yeah. I've seen all of them at least twenty times. Like last night <laughs> I was watching Civil War. Right. Like I watch I probably watch part of an Avengers movie every night. Okay. I just I, it's my thing, right? Right. But I my mission is I wanna put together uh like an Avengers like team of the world's best copywriters. Or if it was the Avengers, okay. Earth's mightiest copywriters. That's right. what I'm trying to put together. Like a fucking team of just badasses who write the highest converting best copy on the planet. Right. Um, and that's what I do. Because my, my thing is copy, right? Yeah. There's real, copy. Real, real quick. Yes. For the people who are listening to this, some people might not be so familiar with the internet marketing space. What is copywriting? Okay. So copywriting is it, definitions are salesmanship and print. It's the words that get cash, the words that sell. I think of it as it's just the messaging. Right. What is your message? What are you saying? Anytime you have a message and you're trying to communicate it with words, mm-hmm. that's copy. So you're making an Instagram caption, that caption, 
that's copy. Your YouTube title, what should I be to get clickbait or get clicks? That's copy. My right. Facebook ad, what should it say? Short form, long form, either way, that's copy. What's the email say? That's copy. What do Got I say it. in the webinar? That's copy. What do I say in the VSL? So just that's any copy. sort of like communication, whether it's verbal or whether it's written. Yes. Right? All yeah, it could be spoken, it could be written, whatever, but the words that sell, that's copy. And okay. everything we do online is copy. We can't avoid it. I always say copy is like oxygen for the internet. Like right. it's freaking everywhere. It's everything. It's yeah. everything. And most people, unfortunately, they have to do copy to try and grow their business, right? You mm -hmm. got to post on IG. You got to right. right, have Facebook ads. You got to have product descriptions. You got to have emails. You got to do all this stuff. But they're not actually taking the time to learn this right, right, skill, right. which determines how much fucking money they're going to make. Yeah, yeah, Your yeah. conversions depend on copy. Like, like, and for people who are like, I need more traffic, like, it's not about necessarily running like better ads or better targeting. Like that stuff's important. Right. It's the copy. If your copy yeah, converted better, can uh, create more conversions. Totally. Yeah. Copy is the conversion. Right, right. Right. That's the whole thing. So my goal is to train these like mercenaries who are amazing at copy, mm -hmm. and then they can go out. They can run their own businesses. They can be for hire for other businesses to help right. them increase their conversions. Right. That's that's my like my my thing is copy. I talk about it. All the time. So these people too, are you uh, they, like signing them or are they becoming freelancers after you're training them? So there's a, a, are you familiar with Agora? No. Okay. So Agora is the biggest online direct response company in the world. Okay. And I was talking about this actually on stage here. So like the three biggest, in my opinion, that I see internet marketing gurus, so to speak, mm. right now would be Ty, right. Grant, and Gary. Right. right? It's kind of like that three-headed monster, right? Yeah. So I had my team do some research to find out as best as we could, how much money, how much, like how much money are these guys actually making in right. revenue from right. online. So Ty is at about 20 to 25 mil a year. Right. Uh, Grant is doing about 100 mil a year. And then Gary's doing about 150 mil a year. Right. So that's 150 and 125. That's 275 million. You're saying between dollars. all the businesses or just the online digital space? So between all their businesses. Okay. Right. Grant, uh, Grant I'm not going to include his real estate because I don't know. And he's, yeah. got the, he's got that card on capital. He's, he's a smart dude. I don't right. know. His, I'm talking about the on, for him, the online stuff, right? Right. So 275 million between all three of them. Agora does 1.5 billion a year oh, online. You could take all three of those gurus, combine them, multiply right. them by five, and you still don't equal one year of Agora. Right. So to uh -huh. me, I'm, I'm always like, everyone who's in online marketing, I don't care if you're in e-com or you're doing anything else, you have to study what Agora is doing. Right. Because otherwise, it's like saying you care about basketball, but you don't watch Steph Curry or Kevin Durant. Right. Like you don't watch sense. the best people in the, in the game. Right. Right. So I... Uh, they have the best conversions. They had a VSL called End of America a few years ago. They drove mm. 900,000 customers in three years, right? which it built a $300 million business, one, one sales video. So the brand, is, so it's like a salesman, it's like an actual person becoming the face of that sales video, or is it just like... It was a PowerPoint presentation. Really? That made 900,000 customers. Wow. They had an offer last year that they wrote with their copy called the Crypto Masterclass, which a lot of people saw. James right. Altucher, the guy with the curly hair and the glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone saw his ads on Facebook everywhere, yeah. right? Their shit, they were bringing 110,000 customers a month on that offer. Wow. It was converting so well, and they were spending so much on Facebook that Facebook banned them, and they banned crypto ads. Yeah, I remember that when that for, happened. For like seven months, because they didn't know what to do. They're like, because yeah. Ogora was literally fucking up the crypto market <laughs> from, from the guy's recommendations, because yeah. so many people were coming through. So they'd like, you know, and all the, the big dogs were like, yo, we need to control this crypto market. Right. Uh, before they do so that's why they like, turn off the ads let wow. the big guys get in and now now that the goldman sachs and big companies have control over it now they can right. they can, they can yeah. control better but anyway so agora has the best copy on the internet and it's not even close mm -hmm. and the proof's in the pudding right, right. 1.5 billion a year so no brainer i uh just partnered with agora and we're coming out with a copywriting course okay together we're going to be training copywriting we're going to be their mentors right. and we're going to show them uh how to do all this uh 
a bad. My phone's going off. No, you're fine. All right. So that's that's like the big thing I'm focusing on right okay. now. And that's coming out next week, actually. But like, okay, cool. Even even in the last month, like as good as I've done online with my copy, dude. Just being around Agora the last month and seeing how they do it, right? I I continually have multiple epiphanies a day learning shit about copy. Wow. So are they local too, or what? They're, they're in Baltimore. Oh shit! And, so you, and you, they been going out there. Yeah, so I went out there last month. Okay. Uh, so I spoke to their copywriters there, and then I met with their copy chief and the CEO when we spent the day there. Uh, it, I mean, it's just, but they're not just in Baltimore. They're in Ireland. They're in Brazil. They're in London. Like, right. They're these like underground dudes that basically convert better than anyone on the internet, and no one knows. Who yeah, they are. there's not as much as a personal brand, but they're just fucking killing it. They're like, yeah. So uh, another buddy of mine is uh, Alex Hermosi. I don't know Jim Launch. You ever seen them? Russell, uh, Ru- they're like Russell Brunson's top success okay, story. Okay. You may have seen him before. Alex, if you're listening to this, he's the man. He's a brilliant right. dude. They went from zero to 40 million in 18 months online. Wow. Uh, but his whole thing is no one knows who he is either. Right. right. And he goes, my big decision was, do I want to become an influencer or do I want to get rich and then mm. let my money talk for me and make me an influencer? Right. And he chose the second way. Right. Kind of like Dan Fleshman. Exactly. Just like Dan Fleshman. Right. right. Dan Fleshman's a freaking genius. Yeah. And very few people know who he is because he's like, I'll just make money. I don't yeah, really care. Yeah, just behind the scenes a little exactly, bit. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so what do you, so you obviously you're doing that. You're killing that. These people are hitting me up nonstop saying they're, you know, <laughs> they're killing it. Are and you going to hire one of them? Maybe, bro. I had have, a few Have you of them. tested out any? Uh, I had a few of them. I think write a bunch of emails, but it was probably a few months ago when I was getting a ton of them, but I just been so like busy. Uh, back then I didn't have as much of a team as I had as I have now. Yeah. I didn't have like an assistant and I was just kind of all over the place. So now we're getting new, we're getting an office cause I literally just been kind of running everything like literally like straight from my phone, you know, and my laptop and just kind of like kicking it chilling. Yeah. So now we're getting an office now. Now we're looking to scale. Nice. So we are looking for copywriters and stuff like that. Nice. So maybe, maybe I will. If you want yeah. after, I'll give you a recommendation. Someone okay, cool. Good. Cool. Yeah. Word. Um, so yeah, so obviously you've been kind of in the personal branding space for a while and you know, has the email thing kind of been your main gig? Like once you switch from dating to email marketing, you know, marketing, like, you know that type of aspect uh what was like the general focus of you building a personal brand and you know going like in between that transition got you so like in the dating space i had a personal brand but like the dating niche is like the armpit of like the internet marketing industry yeah like it's there but no one wants to talk about it yeah yeah, right and so when i came out and and i started doing more make money stuff marketing stuff personal development stuff uh yeah for building the personal brand the first thing i did was i wrote a book right uh it's called higher status Okay. And that, that became a bestseller. There's over 50,000 copies sold last year oh, wow. of that book. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, a bunch of like reviews on Amazon. you give me like, a free copy or what? I will gladly hook you up with a free <laughs> copy. Yeah. Uh, free plus shipping. Let's <laughs> 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 go. Yeah, with recurring billing checkbox. You don't even yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that book came out, and that was like kind of my bridge to this other world. So that was, right. that was where I started. And then the email thing was the next big thing. And that's, I'm still hardcore into that. But right. if you think of copywriting as a tree, email is one branch. And there's oh, okay. other branches that come out of it, but right. the roots, is, it's about copy. So you, you teach it all, not just email marketing, but you teach just copy in general. Copy. If you got VSLs, webinars, emails, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, product descriptions, uh, you know, direct mail. We do direct mail too, which, right. which no one, yeah, like, like, unheard of now. <laughs> yeah, no one, like, a lot yeah. of people listening who even making money online, like, there's a lot of kids here. I met a 17 year old kid who did 400 grand last month on his e com store. Right. Right. 17 years old and he's still in high school. Wow. Uh. That kid doesn't know what direct mail is. Yeah. He has no idea. And, and you look at any market, when all the attention is going one way, right. it's a really good idea to go the other way. So right. like we are coming out with some direct response campaigns around direct mail campaigns right now that I'm, I know for a fact are going to do really, really well simply because it's going to get read. Right, like the right. internet, it's just clutter. 
Yeah, right now. things everywhere. There's so much ads clutter. everywhere. Fucking, I have like thirty thousand unread emails. In yeah, like a year. <laughs> like thirty thousand unread yeah. emails, and you go on Facebook, your feed is all ads. Right. right. That's why, like, some of the best ads I've seen performing on Facebook, the video starts off and it goes, "Hey." Uh, so listen, you look above you, you see an ad. You look below <laughs> you, you see an ad. Right. I have nothing to sell you here. Like that's how you have right. to open on Facebook now just to get yeah. their attention. Uh, and that's why like on Instagram is, is cool still. Yeah. Instagram hasn't been cluttered with ads yet. We'll see when Zuckerberg fucks that up. <laughs> right. Well, th- so my, my personal theory on that is Zuckerberg fucked up Facebook and he knows it because right. he made the, like how good is the targeting on Facebook? Fucking insane. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. How good is the targeting on Instagram? Uh. It's terrible, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's freaking terrible. Why is that? Like, how easy would it be? We were talking last night at dinner. I was like, I bet you Facebook headquarters, there's yeah. like a room on the far side with security guards in front of it and vault doors. <laughs> but if you open this thing oh, up and you shit. go in there, there's a switch. Yeah. And if you flip the switch, all the Facebook targeting uh, assets you have, yeah. all of a sudden it turns on an Instagram and you can target that one Instagram. Too. Right, right. Like, and they could flip that switch any minute they want. But I don't think they're going to do it maybe ever. Right. Because that switch ruined Facebook. If they do it to Instagram, they're yeah. on Instagram and they don't have that's what they got mm-hmm. they have Instagram right now of course another social media app comes out that blows up Zuckerberg could buy that in a second right yeah. whatever the next big social media is everyone please understand Mark Zuckerberg will buy it there's no doubt about it yeah. right but right now they got Facebook and they got Instagram and Facebook is is dying right uh, for a lot of people it's just all paid advertisements that's it that's and it. old people with their family it's literally yeah, yeah it's, it's literally old people with their families yeah. and then ads right right. and Instagram's not Instagram's still cool right so let me ask you a question this is just something I'm genuinely curious about I've talked about things before like with friends like I'm like hey I kind of want to go to uh, Big Bear I want to go to you know New York and all of a sudden I see ads like in my feed showing Big Bear New York I haven't searched it once literally just talking do you think they're fucking listening and like I heard they are you think so because I, I, thought, I thought it was pretty damn crazy. And, like, I thought maybe I was just tripping. It's maybe pure coincidence. But I think yeah. that's pretty insane that, that they're doing that. Here's you know? what I know. I know that they have the ability to be listening. Right. I, don't, I can't because I don't fucking know. Right. Right. I don't know. They could. They, your phone could easily be a walkie-talkie and they could be listening to it. Right. They, have, they have that technology. Uh, it could also be just confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That now, too, yeah, you know? it's, it's like when you start looking for like you're gonna buy a new Ferrari, you start seeing Ferraris everywhere. Right. So I think about going to Big Bear, you start seeing shit. For, your brain just may be looking for that now too. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. So obviously you're killing it now. You have this crazy personal brand. But how did like you know Jason Capital become like Jason Capital in terms of like speaking at events? I know you spoke at events or featured in publications. Like how did like all that come across? You know, where do people say like, oh, like shit, like we need him to come present because he's gonna help you know grow the sales of our business. He's gonna help you know these people you know, generate more business and, and uh, money. Totally. So I mean, I think there's a few things that go into it, and you can't just pick one. One that I'll tell you, if anyone ever wants to get more speaking gigs, the best thing you can do is write a book. Right. Right. Write a book. Okay. Uh, and don't don't write a PDF on Amazon. Like write yeah, an, write an actual book. book. You'll see a lot of people make a lot of money online, spending three months of their lives for like a little hundred thousand dollar advance to write a book and get it actually published. And right. You wonder why? Well, it's because what it does for your brand is is insane. Right. Uh, Was your self published or do you have a? So I went through Tucker Max's company. It's called Book in a Box. Okay. So they it's called Lionheart Lionheart Publishing. I think it's the name okay. of the publisher. Uh, but that book, for instance, I'll give you an example. Mm. When that book came out. Uh, sold a lot of copies. It got passed around, and somehow the copy chief at Agora and the the affiliate manager at Agora, Chris mm-hmm. Daigle's his name, got their their hands on it. Right. And they read it, and they're like, "Dude, this book's fucking great." And they handed it out to almost everyone who worked there. Wow. And then the copy chief at Agora read the book, loved it, bought a bunch of my old programs, like on my programs. Right. They changed his life. So a few months ago, they hit me up and were like, "Dude, we love your programs. Why don't you come visit us?" Wow. That's how this whole thing with Agora even That's started. That's how you. Wow. 
So wow. you got to write a book. Are you writing a book? I need to get on it. Yeah, dude. I, I, I and this like podcast now, go write a book. Yeah. I have like four ideas. I've <laughs> never done it. I just, honestly, I'm just going to have a fucking transcript on my audio. <laughs> well, so if you go through uh, Book in a Box, I had a great experience. I recommend it. Uh, you just do calls where okay. they interview you. And you okay. speak in an answer, and then their their proofreaders they'll, they'll write it for you. Okay, cool. Right, so so yeah, you don't, don't have to sit down and write a whole book. Down write that. No, no, no. Yeah. You just do calls, and you can cool. you can do it. So book is really important. The other thing that's important, I think, is like you know, it's like if you want to speak more, you have to be speaking already. Right. right? Which is the thing. Like, how's yeah. the best way to attract more women? Have women already. What's yeah, the best way to make money? True, have money already. Right. Right. So and it's kind of that that like chicken and egg. How do I get it if I don't have it? Well, one of the ways you can do it is start speaking for free everywhere you go. Right. right? Just look to speak. Like, and then, of course, once you speak, get the footage, put it on your IG, put it on Facebook. If people see you speaking, then right. they're going to now, like, instead of telling them, like, hey, come hire me, they see you speaking. And right. now they're like, oh, this person's a speaker. Let me yeah. get them. Like, I spoke a couple, uh, a couple months ago at a uh, college in mm-hmm. Irvine, Irvine College, actually. Okay. Right. I'd never spoken at college before. Yeah. I speak there, we take the footage, we put it online. Two weeks later, I'm getting emails from people at like UC San Diego or UCLA. Oh, shit. And they're like, hey, come speak at our class. We want you to right. have a business class to speak too. Because they, I'm going to turn this off. Right. And it's they, ra- and it's, so it's raising your influence, your authority, yeah. and the credibility where people go and look at you like, oh, shit, he's a, he's a fucking speaker. He's killing it. He's crushing exactly. it. You know, we need this guy. Exactly. And then, okay. and then, of course, the easy sell to the business professor or anyone else is like, well, who is he? Well, look, he's got a book. Yeah, right? yeah. And then it's a rationalization. Like, oh, shit, he's got a book. He must be good. Yeah, then so, you see the gram. The gram's popping. Exactly. Like, so they yeah. see all that. And then in terms of actual speaking and working on the skill, uh, two things. One, speak all the fucking time. Right. right? You, you should be speaking every day. I, with certain clients who need help with their speaking, what I have them do is I make them. So, get this. The average person speaks for 12 minutes a day. Okay. 12 minutes a day you spend speaking. 23 hours and 48 minutes. You don't say a word. I'm probably like seven hours a day. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, guys like us, we don't shut the <laughs> yeah, fuck up. Yeah, 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 we're annoying, right? Yeah, we people don't are stop. like, oh, chill, bro. I'm like, bro, come on. <laughs> yeah, but average person, 12 minutes a day. Right. How the fuck are you supposed to get good at anything doing it 12 minutes a day? Yeah. You're not. So I make them speak for one hour a day minimum. Okay. So I'm like, even if you can only get 20 minutes in with people, you got to go on your phone or do a video or something and just practice. Just talk. Just, just talk. talk. And I don't care if there's an audience or not, just practice right. talking. That's the first thing. The second thing is get a fucking coach. Get a mentor. Yeah. Right. right. So I've had different speaking mentors that I've hired who have helped me with my speaking a lot. One guy who I would recommend is brilliant. His name's Sean Stevenson. Have you ever heard of him? I think so, yeah. Three foot giant. Is his oh, okay, name. okay. Oh, yeah. So he, yeah. he was born with, with a lot of deficiencies. So yeah. He's in a wheelchair. That. Yeah. But he's one of the best speakers on the planet. Right. Uh, so I did a day with him in, in Scottsdale and it helped a ton with my speaking. And wow. then, you know, you pick up things everywhere. Like, you want to get good at anything, like, this is the last thing. Go there. Right. So if you want to be good at speaking, go to these events right. and just be around the speakers. Yeah. Right. You're going to soak up certain things. Um, it's kind of subconscious. Yeah, you know? you're just, you're just going to pick it up totally. And like the last thing I do, which because like when I find something I want to be good at, dude, yeah. I, like what I know is that it's about skills. Like right. I'm always looking to Kaizen my skills. Right. Right. I'm just build skills. That's what I'm trying to do. So when I decide a skill like speaking or copy or something, I'm going to go all in on it. So what right. I did a couple of years ago is I would spend an hour a day for like six months straight watching just Tony Robbins or Gary Vee, mm. their keynotes. Yeah. And I'd watch them with a notebook and I'm just taking notes on every little thing that they're doing. Right. And just that act of, of that is I studied the shit yesterday and now I'm on camera today. And while I'm speaking, I'm like, oh shit, I remember Tony did this. Let me do this now. Yeah, yeah. And you do so it. Start and, implementing it. And now you got it. Right. Yeah. It's funny you say that. I used to watch like tons of speakers and stuff like that. Uh, in high school, I'd watch videos on YouTube about speaking. 
and I'd be, I would watch it with friends, you know, friends that I wanted to start business with or that I'd hang out with or business partners. And I'd be like, pause it, and I would like stand up like in front of the room and be getting all fired up. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, when we speak at this event, I'm gonna say, you know, this, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm out here doing the hand movements, walking around, pacing back and forth in my living room, you know, like talking to nobody, but like two people sitting down. Right. And the energy just starts radiating off each other, and everybody's, you know, more and more energy, everybody's speaking. And it's funny, I think I was literally just doing that the other day, and uh, my buddy, uh, Jeff Bunting, it's like, dude, who the hell are you talking to? Like, I'm just fucking fired up, bro. Yeah. Like, we're about to throw down at this event. I'm time. good to go, you know? Totally, So yeah. it's, it's kind of funny because, like, really exactly how I throw down while I'm just walking by myself and pacing is, like, the same way it's on stage, you know? Besides all the fucking lights and shit hurting my eyes, <laughs> you know? But it's the same thing. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like, my thing is I, I, don't, I don't switch off. Right. And I don't want to switch off. Right. I like being on. I like what I do. Like, I could work 14 hours a day, seven days a week, no because I, like, I love everything yeah, that I 100%. do, right? So. Yeah, like the person you see here, and same thing with you, like who we are here is who we are when we're, yeah. we're just having a conversation out there. We're talking the exact same, same shit. Yeah. Way. It's no different, right? Yeah. And I think that's really huge. And I think with marketing right now, I think that's really huge is this idea of authenticity. Yeah. And being who you are on the gram and who you are in real life, or being who you are on video and being who you are, like that's being huge. the same person all the way through. People, yeah. people, they, like, they, they can sense it. People, they can sense it, but people are like Sherlock Holmes. Like they, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, they notice shit. They, like yeah. at, at my events, I have people come up to me after, and they're like, "Jason, I noticed you. Uh, you tilted your body language this way, and you tilted your left arm here, and you pointed there. Were you trying to anchor a certain emotion to the corner of the?" And I'm like, "No, I was just moving my arm, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. because they're, they're looking at everything. So yeah. like, if they're looking to catch you, like, yeah, they're already skeptical as fuck. So they're looking to catch to to disprove the claims that you're making. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're looking for that confirmation bias of, you know, totally. what they had thought about they you. Dirty believers fuck up. You know? Exactly. It's funny, dude. I, when I go out and I meet people and like, dude, I feel like I already know you. You know, like I've been watching all your stories. Like, I haven't at least like 50 times today. Yeah. And like, like you're just the same in camera as you are in real life. I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. Like why would I try to be somebody else? My life's cool. I'm fired up. I, I love what I fucking do. It's the same thing. Yep. You know, the only time I'm ever caught slipping is if I'm fucking tired as fuck. Maybe it's a little party the day before a little hungover. I'm at the store in the morning. I'm out getting breakfast. <laughs> and somebody then they catch me slipping. Yo, Josh. I'm like, what's up, dude? Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> That's the only time. But otherwise, you know, it's always good energy. It's always being excited. And like people, they, they sense that and they fuck with it, you know? Completely. So then at the same time, like, you know, when you have your personal brand, you're selling products, you're selling services, people don't feel like they're being sold because you're just being fucking real with them. Exactly. You know? Like, like what I would say on camera selling some shit in the VSL, I will tell you directly to your fucking face. Exactly. If, even if nobody's in the fucking room. Like just me and you, like this is honestly what you need. You know? And I think I think people they fuck with that. And I can tell, you know, just talking to you right now, that it's that same vibe. You know, and I like I said, I've seen some of your ads. One of the one of the ones I saw a few months ago, I fucking saw it every day. Stop. You want a, you want a house, you want the cars or whatever it was. <laughs> I was in the hot tub, right? Yeah, yeah, like the yeah. Unicorn yeah. behind me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every fucking YouTube video, bro. I'm like, dude, how much is he spending on ads right now? Just every yeah, time, man. Yeah. I, and it was funny. I could literally riff that ad on like, any time, any moment. I could yeah. just stop chasing money. You want a mansion? You want a Ferrari? You want to take trips around the globe it. and go to Paris and Spain? I beat the with your friends. You don't need money. Yeah, when I first that, saw yeah. it, I was like, what? <laughs> it got my attention, and yeah. people uh, that I was with and I'd be with them. They'd be like, who's that guy? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I think he lives pretty cl uh, close. That's to like, that's like next door. Yeah, yeah. It's like right there. That's yeah. funny. It's and it's funny. A lot of like, there's a lot of internet marketers living in our area now, which right. a couple of years ago was not true. Yeah. You know, because I've, I've been in Orange We County have the same chiropractor now. For four years. Do we? Yeah. Um, Anthony. Do you go to Anthony? Yeah, he just started uh, coming over. <laughs> That's the most painful shit ever. Bro, I was like crying. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't walk for days, yeah, yo. But I felt painful. good after. I felt good after for sure. Yeah, Anthony's a man. 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's telling funny. me, like, dude, you're fucking stressed out. He's like, you need to do this, you need to sleep more. He, like, <laughs> like touches like, your rib, and he's like, you need more calcium. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like, how, how do you know, know this? <laughs> Are you, just, you bullshitting me? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's crazy how I can yeah. do that, dude. But, yo, so I know um, you don't have that much time. You got to catch a flight. You're, you're literally less in, uh, or in New York for less than 24 hours. Yeah. Came here, threw it down, cashed out. <laughs> um, so for the people that's listening, I got a lot of value. I actually like connecting with you. Uh, but for people listening, where can they find you on social media? Um, how can they get in touch with you? How can they find your products and services? Let them know. Perfect. So uh, don't do anything but follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm spending most of my time now. It's just at Jason Capital. Follow me. Send me a DM. I will personally respond to you. Uh, and if you're looking to get good at copy, definitely send me a DM because, again, I'm on the hunt for as many copywriters mm. as I can train right now. I need you to send me your best fucking one. Okay. Your best one, bro. I'll do it. You All might right. have to do it yourself, honestly. I'll pay you. <laughs> <laughs> pretty expensive, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So I hope you guys got a lot of value. This is the man, the myth, the legend, Jason Capital. Follow him on Instagram. Absolutely killed it. My dude's, like I said, dripping in the gold. We're out here in New York, baby. So thanks for listening. See you guys soon. Peace.